It was as if he kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Yeah, kia ora and good and Orvin from Today Radio Studio 4 in Kirschberg. You know it. It's the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. Tonight is show number 124, and I don't have me old mate with me tonight, Scott. He's busy. He's a he's a he is a very very he's busy a boy. But a bit occupied, I think a little bit red eye. We have to say a good congratulations to or a, a massive congratulations to uh, to my colleague who is in uh, the hospital with his uh, with his beautiful wife Bex who are having their uh, who are having their child. So uh, yeah, gives me shivers thinking about it. So uh, I think he'll be in the in the room now uh, listening to the show. I it's the show I hope. So twenty seventh of August two thousand and twenty three. Weather, it's been. Not too bad. Quite good to go out for a run. Hit and miss. Hit and miss. miss. Yeah, I got my got my washing got my washing dried out at the back today, so that's good news. I'm pleased about that. You are with myself, Nathan Snead, and Adam Peterson, who has. Uh, well, I think this might be your third show, mate. Is it third time? Yes, third, third time. Who have third you? Time, oh, you've, okay. you've been with David Harrison before, haven't you? Yeah, David. Um, and I forgot the second time. There's a footy. Well, there was a footy one, wasn't it? Was it a footy show? We, was it? We, we, did you come in with um, Daniel Kayser and no, Danny Hutchins? Not been in with those guys. Oh, lucky you! Uh, lucky been you. Running away from them. Full of West Ham <laughs> and Manchester United chat, but I've got yourself in, and you're an Aston Villa fan, so we're going to be able to talk a little bit more because they've had a good season last uh, last year uh, or last season. This season they look good. I think they're six on the table today. Six, yeah, yeah, six. Well, six after Burnley. Yep, as the as the um, as the show unfolds, we might be able to have a look on the on, on sneak peek up there, see how they're going. Because uh, oh no, no it's Liverpool no, Newcastle. Saying, no, it was, I said Liverpool Newcastle. I had that on the telly box before I came to the studio, and it was very very loud uh, up at up at Newcastle, and um, Van Virgo had been sent off, hadn't he? Ready? I didn't yeah, see that. I'm it. looking for uh, some good FPL points from Trent. Okay. I've gone for him in my FPL team, so hopefully he'll come through this week. Yeah. Um, he actually made, there was actually a boo-boo to get there. Uh, he got a missed a, part, he, a back pass from Salah. And he got a, yeah, and, and, he, and he missed it. He's a, Trent Alexander. Is yeah, it yeah. Alexander? Yeah, he yeah. missed the, he, he missed the, missed the yeah. ball and went through and, um, yeah. and the, Overrated. The tunes, Overrated. <laughs> the tunes scored. So we'll, uh, we'll have a look at, uh, at, some, at some updates on there. And also uh, playing live at the moment is uh, France and Wallabies. So mm. we might have to have a little bit look, mm. uh, look at that just around the corner, the Rugby World Cup. Um, for any of those that want to get in the show, you can ask uh, myself and Adam any question you like. You can feel, please feel free to get uh, get get, a, get amongst the show. We'll be discussing all the hot 
topics uh, tonight. Um, what have we got? We've got some Formula One. I know you were watching, uh, watching it on Luxembourgish TV as well, Adam. Very good boy. Doing my best watching RTL. RTL yeah. Sve. Yep. And, and what, what have you learnt with, with your Luxembourgish watching, watching sport? <laughs> so, I've, learned, I've learned pole position. I've learned boxer stop. I'm getting my numbers. Pole uh, position. That's super. Yeah, 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 I'm getting my numbers and... and uh, uh, Lando Norris, uh, Fia, and I've uh, okay. Dollar Science, uh, Funa Funa. So I'm getting there. <laughs> you get lots of Funa Funas in, uh, in Luxembourgish. It's a very interesting in, in, uh, language indeed. Yeah, as I say, so those who do want to get involved in the show, 621525000. we got Formula One, we got boxing. We're actually going to obviously touch on uh, the FIFA Women's Football World Cup, which just we can't seem to, to finish it with this, um, in particular with this um, Kiss Gate. And we're quite sad if we're going to be remembering uh, a very successful. World Cup, I would say, down under. Um, we'll also discuss uh, rugby. Um, it was the last warm-up rounds at the moment, as we as I just spoke. Uh, we've got France and Australia currently playing there, but we had some uh, big matches at Twickenham in the, in, in the weekend. Not so good for either of us, uh, was it? No, no. I'm hoping that the uh, the warm-up games don't really count. So I'm hoping when the when it gets to the tournament, hopefully they'll. Yeah, things things might yeah. change a bit, and obviously we uh, well, we've mentioned it many times before that, that the, the difficulty on that other one side of the draw, particularly for the Kiwis, the South Africans, the French, and the Irish, or the heavyweights, all in um, in in one one side. Um, obviously, uh, we've got a bit of obviously Premier League uh, golf. We'll talk, have a chat about the um, golf. It's the FedEx Cup this weekend, and um, also the FIBA basketball is happening in the Philippines and Japan. I think it is at the, at the moment. I know the mighty uh, New Zealand, the Tall Blacks. They, uh, they, they call? yeah, they called the Tall Blacks, <laughs> and uh, they played uh, they they played the US um, in, their, in their first game in the in the pool pool phase. Um, yeah, the, the, the New Zealand teams they like having um, what do you call it nicknames? Yeah, are they real nicknames? Yeah, nicknames for their for their size. You got all whites is the is, is the football team because they play in all white. All blacks is the New Zealand because they played in all blacks. You have um, yeah, the Aussies the, do it with their football as well. Have the Socceroos and the Matildas. Matildas, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. What do we, what do you think we call our uh, hockey team? The the Kiwi one. Yeah. What do they play with? It'd be with the with the stick. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Keep going. The all the black sticks. Black sticks. Black there sticks. we go. There we go. Okay. Yep. Netball team. Um, black. Is it got black in it again? Uh, black balls. No. Cool. Black ferns. No. Black ferns is the all. Uh, black ferns is the New Zealand rugby team. Female rugby team. Oh. Don't know. I think John will be listening to me right now. I think he'll he'll, he'll go. Come on, mate. That's a that's a uh, not good. What about um, the, the uh, swimming team? Have you got a swimming? Team? <laughs> the black budgies. The black, <laughs> <laughs> black budgies or the black black bras. I mean, <laughs> if there's a if there's a name for uh, naming your uh, naming your team, then New Zealand certainly <laughs> certainly has it. Um, we always start off with uh, sport and what's in the world of sport today. Um, I'm going to start off with the first two there, Adam, and we're going to go back, take you back to 1922, and uh, Pavo Nurmi, he run the world record 3,000 metres in 8.28. Um, we actually, he actually got a record, because he won the double, uh, did he win the double, was that, Olymp- was that Olympic year 1922? 
because on Wednesday he broke a record for getting the fifteen hundred and uh, three thousand. 3,000 double and the, and the question was to Scott who actually nailed it on the head very efficiently as he always does what was his what would the nickname be for uh, anyone any fin going fast and same as Valtteri Bottas the flying, flying fin. fin is it an interesting I'm going to come back to this again but the Finnish are very good at um, motorsport as well yeah. I say motorsport and um, in particular rally car driving yeah um, and Top Gear did a good one when they, I think they went to Finland and they all r- race around on the snow and the ice. So I think just they've got a lot of space, a lot of dirt tracks just that they, they kind of hone their skills when yeah. they're teenagers ripping it up through the through the forest and the yeah. dirt tracks. So. A lot of a lot of ice as well up there as we as we could imagine. Um, so that uh, that was 1922. Pavo Nurmi he ran the world record in, in, in 3,000 meters. 1976. Uh, now Scott and I haven't touched on this one. Really interesting of what happened in the in sport in the world today. Transsexual Rene Richards was barred from competing in the US Tennis Open. I I made my first comment was was this, is this the first transsexual in tennis? Didn't know about it. You I, had a look at I the notes. Nothing about this. First, I'd ever heard of it. First, and it's the year. I, I think the year. I'm 77. You're. Uh, I'm 76. 76. So the year I was born. I did not know that these conversations were going on. Uh, whatever it is, how old am I? Forty-seven years ago. Yeah. Did you Not do? Really did you go and take a look at her? Who Renee Richards was? Because I, I, the, the first one that I got, she's an American ophthalmologist. What is an ophthalmologist? Now you were a um, you were a you were a uh, Oxford. Eye. Is it eye? Eye doctor. Eye doctor. Yeah. Ophthalmologist. I didn't. I didn't know that. Uh, former tennis player who competed on the professional circuit in the in the, in the seventies. Another interesting um, point I, um, I I made out of it: the, the person that ousted her from the tennis was the fa- was Richard uh, Carlson, Tucker Carlson's father. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson was the guy that's recently is the is the um, journalist that's recently been sacked uh, from Fox or left yeah. Fox. Yeah, quite a, it's a controversial guy. He, he certainly certainly takes it uh, takes <laughs> asks the hard question. He's not a, not afraid to get his um, hands dirty. But yeah, it was actually his father that ousted um, ousted Rene Richards. I'm surprised it's not come up since '76. You know, so. 1976, this is obviously a big deal. And then to not come up until now, we're kind of having these conversations in the last couple of years. I'm really surprised. Yeah, it's been been a while. Well, there'll be the... Who's the other American? No, he didn't... He, she didn't compete. Um, the athletics... Kelly Jenner. Jenner. He competed as a, as a, as a male. Yeah, Bruce and, Jenner. Uh, Bruce, Bruce Jenner then, um, then became... Realised who she was. Uh, yeah. Became Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. But didn't compete as an didn't compete. No, as an, no, 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 no. And I believe an advocate for not competing. She doesn't. She doesn't believe that they should be competing in the same categories. I think oh, we were had a bit of a chat beforehand. Yeah. I think honestly, at amateur level that people play in, I, th- I, th- I would just have it open. Why not have as good close games as you can have against whatever gender? I mean, we both play squash. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I've. Played lots of good hard games against With Sandra. Oh, Sandra Dini. I mean, Sandra, we know the number Lally. Luxembourg number one. You had some absolute yeah. belters, Ali Rui Kaiser, young girl. So, uh, at an, but at a professional level, professional level, when there's money involved, then I think it's different. I think that changes things. Yeah, yeah. Then what? We could also look at the Leia Thomas scenario and I'll, with I'll, uh, with with the NCAA's. What about at at university level? 
yeah, then it gets then it gets, gets then it gets tricky. I mean, you're really then you yeah, very difficult. So is it professional? Well, it's almost professional because you people's careers are or athletes' careers are on the line. I think the the whole US college sport is another another thing. I think those athletes are actually quite exploited. Um, all desperate to get the in the big time in the pro games. You know. Yep. Make the major leagues, make the NBA, uh, make the uh, NFL, and I think because of that, they get exploited a bit by there. Yeah, you know they they can't earn money yet. The coaches for that, the coaches are getting millions, mm-hmm. they're getting millions. So it's big, big money, um, and I think they're. I think so. I think that's another place where, in all intents and purposes, it's professional. That's yeah. a professional game. Live your life again. Would you? Would you like to? I mean, you, you obviously did very well in your university career and and your you, time in university in uh, the UK. But uh, would you like to give uh, the US a shot and some of their universities playing all the sport and in, in their in that sports program because you're a sports nut? Um, no, I spent a summer at Stanford um, in '95, and probably. One of the reasons I didn't make it to a good level is that whole drinking age of 21 kind of hampered me somewhat. So, <laughs> I would, I well, never it does in the US too, I'm t- <laughs> as, as, I'm, as I'm told. Uh, yeah, so no, no, I, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the, the squash I played. Um, so Oxford and Cambridge played a lot um, just around. Played the, the, uh, the clubs in London. Um, I'm sure we've spoken before. You know, I did a tour to uh, your neck of the woods, tour to mm-hmm. New Zealand, tour to South Africa, did a tour to Germany. Kind of amateur level, kind of decent level, but uh, nothing too serious, but just just super fun. And get to, you know, if you're, if you're playing really pro level, then you'll go and you'll stay in hotels. Level we play at, you go, you stay on someone's floor and you get to know people a lot better. You build build a network of people around the world. Yeah, what was your what was your association when you when you went to New Zealand and Australia? What was your association? Was it there with the university or was it there with with, with, uh, with university? So university. we had a, a Kiwi in the team and we had a really we had a really good spirit in the team. We just said, Well, let's spend the summer and and spend a month going somewhere, take out our student loans and spend our student loans on some plane tickets and we went Went to New Zealand and effectively play a game, go out party, travel to the next town, play a game, go out party, travel to the next town, and do the same thing. Yep. And a couple of years later, same thing in South Africa. Yeah, that's exactly how I was. I, I certainly how I was raised. I wouldn't say go from one town to, to to the next, but pretty much in New Zealand at the top. Well, even now there is a tournament next to, next to every weekend that you can you can go and play, which is probably maximum drive. It would be probably three hours away. And they could you know good. Good tournaments as well, so it's a, it's a good fun. And I must admit, I miss that in in Europe, where it's a little bit longer to get to to, to get and 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 play. And I was going to we'll talk about some squash a little bit later on because um, top squash will have a team in the German league for the first ah, time fantastic. this coming season, starting in September. First games on the twenty third of September, I believe. So that'll open up some channels, um, or open up some doors and and very different with the first time a team from Luxembourg has played in the in the in the German league. So that's um that's quite exciting. Let's um still come back on to the sport and the history of the world today. Nineteen this day in nineteen ninety five was the ninety fifth US golf golf amateur championships and who was it won by none other than Mr. Tiger Woods. Yeah, didn't he? And that was the era where he was just cleaning up time and time and time again. You think his son's going to have a have a have a, have a good crack at it? Certainly got the g- genetics too. I almost, I almost hope he doesn't. I, you know, Tiger. I think Tiger stands on his own. He changed the game. He's changed everything. Um, I, I'd like someone else to come. 
you know. Yeah. So uh, another uh, an, yeah, an, yeah. another another someone come out from somewhere. Else, someone you know, someone amazing come out of China or somewhere else. You know, some someone just come and, and mess. You know, change the golf change world. The whole golf world. Yeah, like Tiger did when and his come in and just and blew it out of the park. I'm going to put you on the spot here, and it's, it's certainly not in the notes that we've uh, that we've written down because Tiger Woods comes to mind. Arguably one of the greatest athletes of all time let's say or sportsman of all, all time let's put it that way who's your top five who's your top five athletes of all time and we put we put players in there like tiger woods so obviously. right at the top yeah serena williams serena williams serena williams that's um, not the first time someone else was telling me that it was uh tony drennan who's been on the show a rugby player was telling me he that's he's she's in the top serena williams uh i think you've got to have maradona maradona could call Good call. I wouldn't necessarily. Well, I think just someone's so unbelievably skilled, so unbelievably skilled. Um, I would, if I want to be really controversial, I would. Paul Gascoigne. Uh, <laughs> Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Oh, well, that's Armstrong. always going to be there. Um, I, I think what he did in the sport, um, obviously, an outright cheat in a world when everyone was outright cheating. Um, but just what he did, I think he changed cycling. He changed it in the end because he was so he was so focused that everything blew up. It all got uncovered. And hopefully now we've got a cleaner sport. Have you seen the new Netflix thing on 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 the site on the Tour de France? No, I haven't seen the Tour de France one. It's good. You should watch it. It's really good. I've got, really I'm a bit good. stuck on the tennis one. I think I'm about four or five and into tennis. It's a- so I watched a couple of the tennis ones and then I jumped onto the uh, the cycling one. But Natasha and I both watched it, and now we're now we're experts on cycling. We understand yeah. it all. We know all the characters, okay. but it's it's really well put together. Yeah. And those guys are phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, to be fair, Netflix does a fa- has done a fantastic job. First, the first one we saw was Drive to Survive, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? And it re- and all of a sudden, everyone's what a lot a lot of people are watching the uh, way they've created characters. So they've all all the drivers now all have the logos and all these sorts of things. Yeah. I was thinking about it back in the day. You wouldn't have had Nigel Mansell doing his kind of <laughs> his things on YouTube, chatting to camera and all these sorts of yeah. things. So the, the the product they've created is fantastic. In some ways, to be honest, having. Um, the product is almost a little bit better than the the races. I mean, yeah. today's today's race, we'll, we'll get onto that a little bit later. But it was it was kind of a little bit too long, a little bit too long. While we while we stay on the on the on the chat of uh, videos, I'd like to tell you one that I've just watched in the last week, and it's actually not made made by Netflix. It's made by New Zealand Rugby. And they have gone basically. It's called in their own words. And 2022 wasn't a good year for New Zealand uh, rugby. We lost to Argentina. Um, we lost to Ireland at at home. Um, Fozzie, the coach, was really under the the pump um, by the media, by the by the fans. He was he was facing uh, yeah under an enormous amount of pressure. And so they've come up with a documentary which is in the very very similar format the way that. Uh, um, Netflix does theirs, um, and I think the, the first one's out. The second one, I'm not sure if it's if, if it's out, but it talks about the 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 mana, which is the belief that the players had, and of of Fozzy, and how they were all in behind. But very 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 touching. Obviously, more so for myself being a being a New Zealander, but I think for other people that are fond of the All Blacks, very w- worth watching. It's called In Their Own Words, and I think you, we could certainly watch it on on YouTube. And it's done. It's made in the or how um, it's produced in the same format like um, like they've done in, in Netflix. There's, there's you, I'll give you three out of the five. Go the on. other two, 
it's two of three Michaels. It's and I'm going to go. Not, okay. I'm not going to go Schumacher. Yeah, I'm going to go Michael Johnson. Johnson, good Michael sh- Johnson, good shout. And um, Michael Jordan. Michael Johnson and Michael Jordan. Have, did you watch the Athletics? That take me to think of Michael Johnson. I've watching the Athletics, and he was commentating on BBC. Um, didn't watch recently. it. Didn't watch it just recently, but I have done a lot in the past, and I've, he's done a really couple of good podcasts and interviews with people. He's super, super interesting, yeah. super articulate. Yeah, um, really, really he, he actually had a he battled back then. I think he had a stroke of some sort, maybe That's about eighteen me. months ago, two years ago, and he, and he actually had, had had to relearn to walk again. Yeah. And you see in his speech, actually, it's a little bit more slurred than what what it used to be. So, yeah. one um, one heck of a character, and I mean, I love it when you know when you're watching World Athletics and and he's in that team himself, Kelly Kelly Johnson, and I think even um, uh, in Jessica Ennis Hill. The way that um, when he was going for the gold medals, I can't remember exactly what year, and he, he turned up for the final race in gold boots. You know, it, there is no way you can do that and not and win. Not, it's not just... Win. So ballsy. Yeah. So ballsy. He had that. He had a, a, an interesting really start, doesn't it? Yeah. Very upright. And you would say, it'd be, yeah, was it? Was it? When was he going again? You know, was it? What was it? Was it a net? I mean, certainly it was his natural running technique. But um, yeah, and, and I, I, to be honest, I think he. I'm. I'm convinced he's a clean athlete. I'm convinced. I. I would be. I could. I do not ever think Michael Johnson will come out as bit of. As, as, as not as being, being a, as, as whereas being a, some of the other ones, to be honest, are they? Yeah, it's, um, some a little bit worried. Yeah, yeah. In fact, there was an, one of the athletes in the athletics that we we're watching um, like, during the week. I mean, had had done a four year ban. I think when she went racing for Qatar. Ooh, I'm not sure, but she had a four year ban. And I'm like watching. I'm thinking, that's just not. For me, it's not fair. I, I, I'm a believer that if you've been if you've been a drug cheat, I don't believe you should be back in the sport. What about yourself? Second chances? No. No second chance. But I think it's I think the the administrations yeah. have to be right. So if you take the Lance Armstrong one, they all knew. Like they all knew. The UCI knew, everyone knew, everyone knew, everyone absolutely everyone was at it. I think in athletics, I don't think everyone's at it. I don't think everyone is at it. But then I don't know if you've seen uh there's a, a movie about the Ben Johnson. 100 metres. Yeah. Well, the, the, world's, we're, we're the, the world's fastest man. Yeah, the, the world's dirtiest race or something. Yeah. And did, you see, did you see that live by any chance? Did you see that yeah, race? Yeah, when, when I was I was little, we had yeah. a little black and white TV and I, and I got it by my bed and I, I asked my parents and I can't remember if I had to stay up late or get up early and I, I, I little black and white TV next to my bed to watch that uh, back in 88, I guess it was, yeah. It's a me too moment, remember. And, uh, and and I remember watching it and just seeing him. He was absolutely flying, wasn't he? he bought, I mean, he... I think seven out, is it seven out of the eight or six out of the seven in that race have been um, all been... All delivered positive results at some point in their career. We're going to come on to some other. There's another athlete that's been uh, that, that's tested positive in the week. I'll come on to that a little bit later in, in in the show. We'll revert back to sport and the history in the world today. In 2004, Australia won its first ever Olympic men's field hockey goal with a 2-1 win, um, an extra time against the Netherlands in, in Athens. What are the sport? What are the countries that play hockey? You got uh, England. England, Netherlands, Netherlands, Argentina, Argentina play. Yeah, um, if, if you're not, you, you, know, um, you folks, Aussies, the Canadians quite good as well. Mm, Canadians no good. No, Indian, India, yeah. Um, the league and uh, the league in Holland is very 
Very good, very good. I've played a few squash tournaments and nearby there's some fields you see absolutely filled with... Uh, yeah, I think we've played at the same club then. I've, the club where the squash junkies play and there's just... That's there's it, just, yeah, there's uh, just that's, exactly hockey right. players everywhere. Not far from... In, in Hoofdorp it is, uh, not far from uh, Schiphol Airport. Um, in 2004 as well, there was a huge upset in the men's basketball semi-final at Athens where in Argentina they beat a star-studded but obviously an unsettled US team. They won 89-81. to 81. The RGs, they went on to win gold in the in, 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 um, in the Olympics and the US got uh, gotten the, the bronze. In 2017, former um, former five-weight world boxing champion Floyd Mayweather, arguably the greatest boxer of all time, he defeated Conor McGregor in his debut match in the 10th round in Vegas. That was five years ago. Uh, we're getting old. <laughs> Mate, I thought that was like... like Eighteen months ago, maybe yeah. two years ago, I saw I I pulled that into. It. I was like, nah, nah, that's not. That feels like just. Yeah, I remember it. The, the the pandemic's kind of you know that that blew a hole for a year and a half out of sport, didn't it? So I, it 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 feels as not as long ago as it actually was, but yeah, yeah, five years. Five years was a was a long time. Now you're going to say the 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 happy. There's two happy birthdays to, today. You're going to say the first one because you've uh, you you like your you like your cricket. Well, you're oh, English, and most English like like their cricket, but. Uh, I've got a confession as well. So, uh, okay. D- Donald Bradman, uh, yeah. 1908 to 2001, Aussie cricketing legend, uh, finished with a, obviously scoring a century is the big thing in cricket, um, and finished with an average of 99, and I see here on your notes, 99.94, which is incredibly Incredible. close to finishing with 100. Did you know how he trained himself? How he practised when he was growing up? No, I don't. He, there's a wall, got a golf ball and a cricket stump, and he would throw the the golf ball at the wall and use the cricket stump to uh, to stop as a to, to, as a cricket bat. Yeah, so a cricket bat and a golf ball. If you're throwing that at yourself and you miss it with a cricket, it's gonna it's gonna yeah, it's gonna, hurt. It's gonna, gonna hurt. sting. I mean, we see we, we see the fieldsmen training with you know when they when they're throwing practice, throwing it into the wicketkeeper. We see them throwing it at one stump, don't they? They don't when, when yes, they're yes, yes, yes. at the three stumps, they just put one stump. And you know, they, and they've got a good arm. And through time, these athletes have got or these players have got better and better at throwing the ball and having a direct hit because of it. But I didn't know that. Yeah, my confession though, when I was, I've just checked, it was came out in 1984, so I must have been like seven years old, there was a TV series called Bodyline, and it was about the Tony Jardine, I think it was, and the English cricketers went over and they, in, and to have a go at the, uh, the, the Aussies, they bowled um, bouncers all the time at them. Bodyline, and and I remember watching it with my parents. I must have been, say, seven years old. But it's like and a I, documentary. It's just a. Mo- uh, it was well. So it was it was, it was a, a movie, not a documentary. And I, I cried at it as a seven year old. I couldn't believe that the English could be so horrible. And a few years yeah. later, I was talking to a, a mate when I was a student, and he says, "Yeah, but it's Aussie propaganda <laughs> made in Australia. Aussie propaganda." So now there's a. I, I can tell you, we we love beating the we love beating the Aussies as well. But there's no bigger rivalry than England versus Australia. Why is that? Do you think it come? Is it is it from the cricket? Is it because uh, that's where you sent all your uh, your poms, so to speak? I think it's the 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 kind of imperial thing of all that. When we sent all this, say all the convicts away to Australia, they want to go back, beat the mass, you know, beat the kind of. Uh, the, the, the baddies, in charge, yeah, 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 all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I think it's that. I think, um, I think it being, you know, cricket being so old, the game, um, and it being over five days, so intense. We were talking before, yeah, and I was just saying, you know, my favourite ever period, two parts, two um, 
cricket moments. One of them was with Jimmy Anderson and Monty Panesar batting out on the fifth day for a draw, not trying to score any runs at all, just trying, trying to not lose their wicket in the ashes. And then there was one I remember when I was uh, watching it with uh, Michael Atherton. He was a bad English, England team at that time, but he was carrying the team. And Glenn McGrath, I think it was down in South Africa, this period of play for an hour or two where Glenn McGrath was just throwing these balls down him. And Atherton was never trying to score a run, never trying to score a run, just trying to protect that wicket for five days. Yeah. And for me, that is that would get those passages of play get so exciting. And you were saying they're coming out with a well, a yeah, that's right. So, so I was, well, you, you, I, I, the next question I asked you from that was was actually what? So you're a you're a test specialist of five day. Uh, me uh, myself too. I lo- I love the amount of uh, the 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 way games swing in, in any sport and some in fast paced games uh, and or in, in, again in any sport there's movements but in, te- in test cricket there's slower movements but for some reason more interesting you can even go and make a cup of tea and you can you can tell your wife about what's ha- or, or what's happening in the cricket oh, that, the test- there's a there's a one of the chaps I work with is Indian guy who's big into his cricket as lots of Indians are yeah. and I think it was the first test of the Ashes this summer and, and I think we had a really bad session and I bumped into him in the in the uh, in the in the tea tea area in the and he said, "Oh, are you watching the test?" And I was all grumpy. I'm like, "No, I'm not watching the test because we're doing really badly." And then the next day, uh, it kind of swung the other way, and I went round. I looked for him. You couldn't find him anywhere. <laughs> couldn't find him. I was like, "Ask me about the test." And then it went through to I think the you know the Monday and and uh, all the way through to the the fifth day. And it's that way that it can ebb and flow over a, over a period of days. And within that time over a period of days, you get these one or two hour moment where it's it's just you know the whole five day effort lands on this one or this one hour of pay yeah i just love it love it it. it's um but in terms of the t uh, the the t20 which is which is almost a smash and grab mentality isn't it but certainly entertaining to take the family down there after work for a for a three or four hour period and yeah and they've, they've made a great um product out particularly the IPL you yeah. know the brilliant brilliant product um, well, other products are fed off at the 100 which is being played at the, yeah, yeah. At the moment um, the uh, the big bash league yeah. um, in, in, in Australia so certainly of uh, continuing that, that that profile of or the sport of cricket it's certainly putting it out there but is there too much cricket <laughs> yes because I don't get to watch as much as I would because uh, <laughs> Natasha and the family would not be happy if I That's spent... Right. you'd be uh, watching. watching. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine, actually, that I was at university with, he played for Leicestershire in Sutcliffe, and they won the county championship. So um, he was saying, you know, when I would see him, when he was playing first-class cricket in, in England, just it was just a grind, you know, four-day four day games all the time, and you can't get you can't get a good product if they're playing that much cricket and they're drained and he's shattered. And at the end of it, I mean, they won the county championship and there's not a big reward in it either. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you're not at the top of, if you're not in the IPL, if you're not playing in the England test game, then it's, it's a, it's even, even the, these, these guys that are at the top of the game, I remember, I just go, Brendan McCallum is a name that springs to mind, the, 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 the England coach. How much time he spent away from his family. Yeah, 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 it's just phenomenal. It's one thing being away, going on a. When I think, look at rugby and, and the Rugby World Cup right now. These guys are a long uh, uh, for a long period of time. They're away from their families. Perhaps their families might be able to come out in this six or even eight week bracket that they're over here for. But it doesn't happen all the time in, in cricket. I mean, oh. when, when one match is five days, it's a long time to be away from the family. Yeah, they go for the tours, and there's been a few um, top class cricketers have had issues. I think Marcus Trithcothic. Uh, easy yes, for me to say yeah. he's had some issues I think Graham hit kind of struggled as well I mean they're going away for three four months and they're 
you know, their late 20s, early 30s, got kids at home, families at home, and it's just, it's not looking after, it's not looking after them as athletes. And the more they do that, then they'll, they'll, you know, they'll damage the product because these people won't want to play and they won't play as well. So I think they do need to think about it a bit smarter. All right, I'm going to take, go, go into another level. What about T10? Now, I know in Luxembourg they play T10. I think there's a, there's a league within Luxembourg itself, I believe, and I think they've been looking at going away into European cricket and playing T10. It's not cricket. It's not. <laughs> well, well, it's just not cricket. I think you, 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 you that was a more than a Ford defence. That was a, that was a Ford defence straight to the boundary. Well played. It's just not cricket, according to uh, to to Adam Peterson. Mate, we're just going to take a, uh, a a little short break there, and uh, we're going to come back, and we're going to go into a few more other international sports. We're going to have a look at the um, we're going to have a look at the uh, Formula One. We've got boxing. We've got obviously rugby. That uh, took place as well, but we'll be back in just a sec. Away from Feeney, here is Sherwin intercepted. Gerdler have the old legs, got the pace. He's in front by five. They're coming at him. Pat's after him. Elmasri's after him. Gerdler makes it. Gerdler pulls out every ounce of stamina. He's done his hammy, right? One of the best commentaries you ever heard, that is Ray Warren, and that was for you, Scott, who's listening in there. And I, I love it at the end how Sturlow, he says, it, Ray Warren gets so excited with calling the game and the the, 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 um, the bloke that ca- called it, he actually did his, did his hammy. And it's not until the very end where he said, he's done his hammy, Ray. It just makes me laugh every time. Ray Warren, one of, uh, for, for, for me, the greatest sports commentator of all time. After, right. Richie, after Richie Benno. Uh, Richie oh, Benno. Richie Benno coming back to cricket again. Yeah, Richie, Richie Benno is the up. best. Was was up there as well. That's uh, yeah, dead, dead right. Um, Formula One, mate. You had a, as you said, you you had you had a watch on um, yeah. RTL point uh, RTL Zv. Uh, Zv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There so we go. I, good coverage, to be honest. Uh, they do they do a, a good job on it. Um, Formula One, it's a, they've got a really good product. In some ways, the product is it's better if you don't watch the Grand Prix. Sometimes, like today's was two two hours plus. So started off. Um, big downpour, big downpour of rain. So the field got messed up and for the first two, three laps all over the place. You didn't know what was happening. Cars skidding all over the place. Almost too exciting. Then it, then after they did a few pit stops, then it just turned out that uh, Verstappen's out the front and you think, oh. So I was there. I was actually, you know, I was there on my elliptical trainer doing a bit of exercise, trying to keep fit, okay. watched it for an hour and for an hour just watched uh, Verstappen go around. Then then in the end, big damn pour of uh, rain and that kind of actually had a red flag um, and then they restarted it in a couple of laps at the end. But, um, you know, honestly, the, the drive to survive is brilliant. Um, some of the races can be fantastic. Some of the races can be a little bit slow. Today's was a little bit slow. But I would tell people, if you want to get into Formula One, watch Drive to Survive. Drive, yeah. Watch the highlights. So the highlights on YouTube are really good. And if you kind of get into the the um, the the soap opera of it, all the driver moves and all these sorts of things. So this year has been quite interesting. So uh, De Vries was a Mercedes driver, went to uh, AlphaTauri, which is effectively the Red Bull family, yeah. and, and Red Bull and Mercedes don't get on. And they've, they've chucked him out after after uh, after half the season because he wasn't doing too well. I don't know if there's a culture didn't fit him because he was a good driver. He raced once when Alex Albon was sick uh, in Monza last year, scored points uh, in a really, really poor car in the Williams last year. Okay. And then this year they've, they've replaced probably um, 
the worst driver of all time, Nicholas Latifi, with uh, Logan yeah. Sargent from America, and I think he's I think he's going to be toast. Yeah, he he crashed in in the Q3 qualifying, crashed in the race today. Every time these these folks are crashing those cars, they're eating of, up. Uh, they're eating up the budget. budget. They're eating up the budget. So I think um, I, I can see the Vries back in a Williams pretty quickly. Yeah. So if you kind of I enjoy Formula One for the the intrigue, the soap opera, the driver stories, these sorts of things. But uh, yeah, my money's on the free Sinner Williams, uh, if not this season, next season for sure. Yeah. Now I'll always I'll always throw a uh, a Kiwi moment in into the ah. show. It was Liam Lawson's first uh, Formula One. Uh, yeah, race. I, I, don't, I mean, I think it was at the back of the back of the grid, to be honest. But did you see? Did you see a little New Zealand flag or a fern on yeah, a helmet? Yeah, so uh, I, was, I, I didn't, I um, didn't know what happened. But apparently, uh, Ricardo crashed on Friday, broke his hand. Yep. So Liam Lawson, I think he had one hour of practice or something in the morning, first time in that car, and then straight into qualifying into the race. So he qualified at the end at the back, which is. Um, which is kind of expected. expected yeah. um, <clears throat> but then I was there watching, he was chasing Leclerc and they had this picture behind the back of his helmet and there's like, that silver fern there? <laughs> and on the back of his helmet, the silver fern. So yeah, and he cut through Leclerc. So he did a couple of good moves, didn't he? A couple of good moves. Yeah, I know that they were, They obviously he was the, the, the number two driver, wasn't he? And, but then they brought in um, Ricardo to uh, Germany because they just felt that he, he wasn't quite... So the Vries, they got rid of the Vries. Yeah. And then Ricardo got injured and then... Um, then uh, Liam Lawson was the backup driver. So he's their okay. he's their reserve driver. R- reserve driver. Yeah. So um, yeah, good. It's actually I think he was he became the youngest uh, Formula One driver. I think he was the young yeah the, the youngest. But actually, there's been ten Formula One drivers. I, I didn't know that. I wouldn't be able to name them at all. I better go and do my um, better go and do yeah, my uh, my my, uh, my homework. But um, yeah, so it looks like so I think that means Verstappen. He's won nine consecutive races now, which is the same as um, Vettel. Is that right, Sebastian yeah. Vettel in 2013? Next week, very likely that he'll uh, he's going to do it the way he's he's um, the way he is embarrassing Perez. I mean, Perez was a good driver, is a yeah. good driver, and Perez can't get anywhere near him in, in theory in the same car. Now, I think that team is all built around Max Verstappen, so I don't think it's easy for Perez, but Verstappen is on another level. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a big fan of Max. I'm more of a Lewis guy. But, sure, uh, understandable. But, um, I love Lando. I think Lando's brilliant, but Max, he's, he is one talent. Yeah, so yeah. We're going to leave Formula One there and push on to the boxing. Daniel Dubois, did you see the the fight last night? Have you seen anything no, on on no, on, the, no. on the news? So Daniel Dubois was uh, was fighting Alexander um, Usk, I think. Is that well? You, you spent a little bit of time in that part of the world. He's, he's Ukrainian. You didn't? Well, you weren't in Ukraine. You were, in, you were further. I was in Russia. You're Russia. And Azerbaijan. Yeah. So how do I say? His, how do I say? His, uh, you said it name? perfectly. You Usk. said it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well, well. Anyway, I think it was in the earlier round, like in the fifth. I think about the fifth round he um he came and he landed a massive body blow but it got him on it sort of got him on the belt and uh it gave him a you know it, it, it put him to the floor but he needed four minutes to recover from it and it was deemed yeah so it was deemed below the belt and therefore uh yeah and and, and Erskine then went on to win in the ninth round in a stoppage so very very controversial obviously all the big name boxers in the UK um uh speaking up about it and uh really not uh, yeah, not not happy with that result. Perhaps they'll get a rematch. They usually do in in boxing. What about let's go and stay into rugby? There's been plenty. Of the last as we as we mentioned earlier, the last uh, round of warm up games. Uh, did you watch uh, the first one at Twickenham, South Africa versus New Zealand? 
No, I didn't see them. Mate, see them. it was uh, South Africa were incredible. They were ah. they were strong. They were big. And I think the All Blacks tried to take them take them on at, at their own game. They named it. I think it was a six one in their. Um, uh, on on the on the bench, the six forwards to to one back. Um, to be fair, in, in many parts of it, I thought New Zealand played very well, but South Africa they were really on a on a on a on another level, and it goes on the back of hammering Wales by fifty points the week bef- week before. So, I played tennis with a South African friend, and he turned up with a big smile for the game of tennis. And yeah, because he was in a good mood. He, he gave me what to talk tennis and <laughs> gave good. me a bit of a hiding yep staying on that I've, I've bought I've bought in for you here I'll put on the little red mic I bought a little Fiji cap for you because it wasn't good for England they lost to Fiji for the first <laughs> time at Twickenham the, 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 the day after 22 uh, 30 points to 22 it was obviously very very disappointing for uh, England I mean can it really get any worse than that but it is a warm up game let's see how they go they've got a they, like Australia they've got a nice slide into the into the uh, world, world Cup I know a lot of the English defeatists will probably say I don't think so, but I certainly do. Um, Italy tonked Japan. I was very surprised ab- uh, about the the points difference, forty two to twenty one. I don't know what squads they were putting up, but surprised to to read that uh, score. Uh, Scott Scotland, yeah, would back them to have a have a win over Georgia, thirty three six. Samoa put up a tremendous tremendous fight against Ireland last yeah, night. Yeah, that's a, that's a standout result. Though. That's a, that's a bit of a standout result. Um, yeah. So uh, in fact, I think today it will. Just now, uh, Ireland have named their 33-man uh, squad. Um, I think it's Ke- uh, Keon Healy who hasn't didn't didn't make it. Um, Argentina they they pumped Spain naturally. Interesting why they why, why they had Spain as their warm-up game. Quite cu- curious about that. And currently, as I'm speaking, um, uh, Australia and France are playing each other in in, in, in France. Now, Dan Bigger, the Welsh uh, the Welsh number ten fly half, he's going to call time on his career after the Rugby World Cup. Obviously, for family reasons. Um, we were talking about drugs and sport. Came out today, Beiritz, uh former or Beiritz, who's a good player, Welsh player, playing for Beiritz rather. Uh, Reese Webb has provisionally been suspended by the French authorities following a positive drug test for growth hormone. So you'll know him; he was well, not long ago in the, in, in the Welsh setup. So um, yeah, so really not good. It was t- t- it was during a training session in, in in July. So an investigation's been launched with a potential ban. Obviously, have uh, found guilty. Yeah, he, re- he retired uh, from international rugby just before this World Cup when he joined uh, the second tier French side. So yeah, not good. Uh, not good mm-hmm. to hear that at all. We have um, Anthony Perez who's come in to talk to us about the local football league. We're on side. Welcome to the studio, Anthony. Tell me, is it uh, Hesper and um, Hesper and Dulange? Do they have? Because last week they had some uh, had some big uh, big uh, losses, I would say, or unfortunate losses. Who was up the top? It was Chef uh, Chef Lange and uh, not Nita Corn. Who was up the other? Who who else was on the Chef Lange? And- I swear this this match has been kind of crazy when you talk about the results. But let's start at first with Monarich against Dulange and Dulange. They get the second defeat this season after only four games played. This time they lose to Monterey one little surprisingly. Jose da Silva was the only goal scorer of the day with his second goal of the season. And after this defeat, Dillonge goes down to the second, uh, to the second, to the seventh place and could go even more down if Nidacon beats Hesbrunch tonight. Wow, we wouldn't have predicted that. Nobody. Oh. I predicted Dillonge pretty high this year. Maybe not yeah. champion, but pretty high. Uh, then we've got Fall against Mersh. And Mersh, on the other hand, celebrate their first ever win in the BGL League. Uh, congratulations, Mersh. Well done. 
well done Mesh and Benny Brash and they defeated Fola 2-1 thanks to their two top stars Benny Brash and Joan Rodriguez who both scored once so that was be- that was Benny's first goal in the yeah, uh, in second actually. second goal second. congratulations Benny uh, Fola go back into their old habits of the last season while Mers seems to settle down more and more into the BGL league and we should definitely keep an eye on them because even if I predicted <laughs> that Mers will go down okay we are maybe pretty early on in the season you see like Mersh is getting better and better last week was a draw against Wales now they win against Fola okay these are not like the big big opens they played but I think like they're gonna perform well I hope for them but you know how my predictions go yeah. so I'm just gonna stay quiet <laughs> Then, four wins in four games for Diffedange. Against Kerzing, one goal was enough to get the next three points and stay on top of the table. Costa Monteiro was the hero of the day and Kerzing remains on the last place with not a single point yet. Pretty pretty disappointing, Kerzing. Yeah, a team I had lots of expectations. Yeah, but a bit of hope for, for them this season. They, they, they made pretty good transfers as well. Like maybe too many transfers. Maybe, maybe they couldn't get like a team, just good players, not a team. I don't know. Maybe they're going to perform better later. We'll see. It's, you know, long, it's a long season. Yeah, yeah, so. sure, sure. Uh, how many games in total in the season? Uh, 30. 30. 30. So we're, and we're on the, this was round four. Four, four yeah. The season is still long. Uh, Wills finally get their first win this season. On the other hand, Schifflange lose for the first time after four games. The supporters had to wait until the 70th minute to see the first goal in this game. It was Benjamin Romains who put Wills in front. In the 82nd, William Rodriguez scored the equaliser for Schifflange before, before the former national team player and defender Kevin Marshy scored the winner. Racing against Jeunesse, Racing, uh, which my friend Ben predicted they would uh, play relegation playoffs, He's pretty good at predicting because yeah. Racing lost 3 0 uh, against Jeunesse Ash after an early red card for the club from the pet ca- from the one, two, three. After an early red card for the club from the capital for Amex Hekai, the game was pretty one-sided. A goal from Larrière and a brace from Mogni secured them the next three points. And yet it's a pretty disappointing uh, season for Racing. And just gotta check the table. They are in the 14th place. One win out of four games. So my friend Pedi did well yet. <laughs> Congrats to him. And in the seven goal thriller where Mondorf was involved again after the 4-3 uh, last week, Strassen was the winner this time with a score of 4-2. So if you want to see a game with a lot of goals, just go watch Mondorf and you won't be disappointed. And they are the team with the second most goals scored, with 10, but also the team with the most conceded, 13. 13 yeah. Then finally, we've got Rospo, who surprised Petanche by defeating them 3-1. Redekop scored twice and got rewarded later by a red card six minutes before the end of the game. That was from the Bejer League, and uh, I just checked the other leagues, and I saw the Eren Promotion, so in the second tier. Uh, both relegated team, Atzala Etterbrück and US Hussard, faced each other already on the... Uh, in the start on Daesh and after Etzela went in front thanks to Rapai uh, it seemed like they would win the game easily because you were like in the wait 9th 10th minute of adding time but then Hossa got a free kick and it was Hassan Mbarki who scored the equaliser in the 100th minute with a direct free kick absolute drama with a 1-1 draw in the end I think Hossa was more happy with the point than Etelbrück but Hossa still need a win after their draw last week against Kana, where they also scored in the last minute. Again, it was Mbarki. Uh, he's the new striker for Monterey, where he performed pretty well last season. 
two draws in two games is okay, but Holstein need now to perform better if they still yeah, want they wanna, to wanna go, come uh, back up again. But it's still a second match day. Like, yeah, they've got play the same time. amount of ga- they have the same amount of games as well. In yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, you can say the season pretty long. But these points, you don't want to regret losing them later. Watch, go watch Dortmund at the Bundesliga. Maybe they lost uh, the season by the goal difference. But if they won their games through the season against Bremen, against team from the bottom of the table, they wouldn't have problems like this. So you need to perform, in my opinion, from the, from the debut to the end. So uh, then we've got an interesting transfer. I've, it's been a while since I mentioned uh, the transfers, but the Diffedange striker Erico De Castro leaves Diffedange and goes in Slovenia to Maribor. Pretty fun fact. Yeah. Diffedange faced Maribor in the Conference League qualifiers where they lost in uh, adding, t- adding time of the extra time. Um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. 100th, 100th, 120th minute. And I, I read that Maribor was pretty interested because Castro scored two goals against them in the two legs. And it's really surprising. They, you can use the quote, if you can't beat them, just join them, join you know. Them. Yeah, too, right. Then uh, in the in the end, we've got uh, some national team players who performed pretty well in the weekend or through the week. We've got Jasper Rodriguez, who scored two goals in the last two match days. And Ole Till scoring... Who's Rodriguez playing for? Um, oh, I just forgot the name. It's in a certain, uh, sorry, league, first league Turkey. It's in uh, the first okay. Sivaspor, Sivaspor. Okay, third, third Turkish league. Uh, Oliver Till in the second Turkish league scored, scored the late winner ending time against Adanaspor, and Laura Jans was also involved again uh, this weekend against Halesha SC with an assist in the three-two win for Waldhof Mannheim. Unfortunately, I haven't got any news, but I think this season seems pretty interesting with yeah. a lot of surprising results. We still launched not performing well yet. Differdange is still unbeaten. If Hesbronch loses against, loses against Niedercon, would be like would be pretty um, surprising. And if you look at the table, you've gone in the first week of Differdange on the second place. You got Jonas Esch on third. Monerich would have predicted that. Then we've got Hasbranch and then Schifflange on six. We've got Niederkorn, Strassen on seven, which I predicted will go relegation playoffs. Oh, wait, exactly. My bad. Uh, on eight, now we've got Dudelange. Dudelange on eighth. Yeah, we would never. That was the that was the big one. We wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have picked that. But I still I still think the season's pretty long. They can still come back. But in a title race, you you, you can't just lose games against. Well, we, like I mean, Mongols. it came down to the wire last uh, yeah, last yeah. year, right? On, and you know, you know, it was uh, neck and neck, as you would say. Exactly. With. Um, I think. On 9th, we've got Rosbourg. On 10th, Petonche. Then on 11th, we've got uh, the promoted Mariska Mersch, which I said are, are getting pretty stronger through the season. Then we've got Vils. And then in relegation, we've got Mondorf and Racing. Fun fact, I've predicted Mondorf will play international football next season. My bad. Maybe they're going to qualify for the cup. Who knows? Uh, yeah, 14th, Racing. And then the old plan, like last season, Fola and Kerjing on the two last places. You were just you're just going to say yeah, the I think getting points on that you were talking about getting points early in the season. Yeah. The international breaks coming up. I think if you get if your club gets points on the board ahead of the international break then there's got more training. So, clubs in a good mood. Then that that kind of momentum carries. Exactly, exactly. Because if you if you lose a couple start of the season international break before you know it 
you're you're a month, six weeks into the season, and and you've you know everyone's miserable when they're going into training. I think it's really important points yeah. on the board. So where's the next international match? I think we're, we're playing Iceland on the. We're eight, playing so Iceland two, at not home, yeah. this weekend. Yeah, not this week, but next next next, 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 next Friday. Next, yeah. next Friday, you'll be going to the game. I've got the game. We'll be talking. Oh, I want to see. I want to see Rodriguez on the on the pitch earlier. Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah there ah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> we see this differently. We see it differently. Yeah. It. Ah. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's not gonna be there. I I. I you don't I'm think he'll pre- be out on the park? Will he be? At, will, will he be at the stud? Him, him, and Vincent Till won't beat. I'm pretty sure if Luke Holtz keeps the thing like he did with Oliver Till, they both won't be there. But I'm I might be wrong. I'm not the national team mm. trainer, so I don't know. And what about what, what you but think? It, Holtz is doing a good job, Adam. Oh, he's obviously doing a good yeah. job. I think. I mean, they're, they're in the mix, and I don't know whether yeah. I don't know whether the the plan seems to be have a few more mobile people um, chase the game, press earlier in the game, and then bring Rodriguez on later. Maybe when there's a bit more space. I don't know if that's the the plan, but for me, when he's on the pitch, they have more. We, it just it just feels like there was more more goals in us. There's more goals in us when he's on the pitch, in my opinion. You'd have you'd, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I was waiting like should I give mine? I, I was always a pretty big fan of Rodriguez, but for me, he's like. Either he has a, at first he has a very good game or he has a very bad game. There's, there's never in between if he starts the game. Because I remember against Malta, it was a disastrous game. But when he came on against Liechtenstein, so he was sub, uh, sub on. He, prayed, he, cha- he literally changed the game together with Zinani. So maybe we can think he could be a good player you can sub on, you know. But I won't play him from the beginning because he's a, he's somebody with a lot of speed. And when you bring him on in like in the 60s, 70s minute, when the other team is already a bit tired, he will bring pace into the game. But if I think ultimately it depends if Holtz can think he can work with them. Yeah. But if really you, isn't. But, I mean, but can, if you look he, if you look against Bosnia, it worked without them. Yes, you yeah, know. So it's it's pretty. I don't know because it's not the first time he's he's got uh, taken out of the team. So I don't know how much patience uh, Luke Holtz has left, but I'm pretty sure Vance until what came back will come back at all. I'm pretty sure after he did. Oh, no, 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 no. You heard it from anyone. You have heard it for Anthony Perez. Thank you, Anthony, for giving us the BGL roundup. We had our little two cents worth and on international on the international football. You'll be in next week. We'll probably know a little little bit uh, a, a little bit more information will come our way. So there are games next. Yeah, next next week there are there are games on the Sunday, or do they bring them more? Or would they be on the on a Saturday before a? Uh, Let me check quickly. It'll be uh, yeah, very very in- interesting to know. The n- uh, next games will be next Sunday. Next yes, Sunday yes. again, with it will be the fifth round, won't yes. it? I've just got news coming. So it was actually France that got the better of Australia, forty-one points to seventeen. So relatively convincing. Again, another heavyweight proving their proving their worth. It's going to be looking very difficult at the moment for Ireland and the All uh, and and the All Blacks are the two teams that I would say probably if you had to take two teams after this week going through on that round, you'd be saying France. And uh, my money's on France. Your money's on France. It's a it's a it's a sensible bet. Let's um, change the topic and it's going to golf. It's got Victor um, uh, Victor Hovland. He cannot remember playing this well, and I think he's they'll, they'll be teeing off shortly. He's one more round, and that he'll have eighteen million uh, US dollars to show for it to win on the FedEx Trophy. He delivered another stunning performance on Saturday, uh, shooting a four under sixty six that allowed him to pull away from uh, well, I guess. A, Star, many many stars um, that are that are playing um, out in uh, on Atlanta at at East Lake. Um, we mentioned earlier on the FIBA Basketball World Cup that's take place in Philippines and Japan and Indonesia. That's um, that's happening. It's Thirty two teams that are participating. Total of ninety two games played over sixteen days. I am amazed how those basketball players, are big guys, can back it up 
like you know when we think NBA we think back to back on, on mm. sometimes consecutive days I'm just amazed how these guys can um, you know they're professional athletes of course but how they can back it up so when I see 92 games played over 16 days in the World Cup well, it's some some heavy heavy going what are some other things we've got to look forward to in uh, this month we have got uh, alongside the Basketball Cup we've got the US Open Tennis Grand Slam is it one of your favourite ones or are you are you, uh, uh, you going to stick to Wimbledon I, I, I like the Wimbledon, like France, but honestly, it's just the TV times. Yeah, TV times make it easier to watch. Yeah, uh, right. Like the the US one, Brits have done well in US and over over the years, so it's a little bit of a soft spot for it more than the uh, more than the Aussie. Yeah, we've also got this month. We've got the Strongman Open that happens in in, in Cardiff of all places. Surprise, surprise! Um, the NFL 2023 game kicks off. We've got Kansas City Chiefs versus Detroit Lions on uh, on the seventh of September at um, in, in, in Kansas. We've also got Mountain Bike uh, World Series in um, Holt Savoy. Um, kicks off Holt Savoy. You've got a place. That's you where you've got yeah, a place. It's it's Savoy. Right. And our, our teammate Reno Parentelli also lives there. Is uh, lives there. Yeah. He lives in. Uh, I always call him Savoy. I call Monsieur Savoy. <laughs> bad, <laughs> my bad French. Um, naturally, starting on the eighth of September at uh, nine o'clock, the first game of the Rugby World Cup is France versus uh, New Zealand. We've also got more golf uh, in September on the fourteenth to seventeenth at Wentworth, um, which is the uh, BMW PGA Championship. We have tennis, which is later on um, in September. We've got Solheim Cup, which is uh, which is Europe versus Team USA, and we've also got uh, the Ryder Cup again, Europe versus Team USA. That's um, happening at the end of end of September. We've got another interesting one happening in the Lake District um, at the end of September, which is Ultra Marathon, the Thirteen Valleys Ultra. So you can either do twenty, fifty-five, one hundred and ten, or 180 kilometres. Oh. <laughs> or you can sit in and watch the Ryder Cup. Oh, I know what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be more than likely sitting. Okay, for us, that is the wrap. Many many thanks, Adam, for, for stepping in. Anthony, for giving us the wrap on the BGL. Um, as, as always, we'll always thank our army of volunteers out there that make our sporting world tick. Don't forget to check out the regulars. We've got Sam Steen at 6am. We've got uh, we've got Steps at 12, Melissa at 3. Um, and, yeah, we've obviously got uh, check us out. Facebook, uh, Insta, RTL Play website. Um, we'll be back with uh, Scott and myself on Wednesday. Until then, it's Chirp! It was as if he kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground.